What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, one of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back, hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. Yes, we have Mr. Alien here today. So, today we're going to talk about a very fascinating topic, uh, one that really bends your mind, one that really is going to make you think about your life and how you live it and how you might live it if you lived longer. Uh... Today, we came across a really interesting alien species, okay? Uh, Randy Kramer talks about the... Randy Kramer, who's part of the uh, Cosmic Disclosure uh, show on Gaia, he talks about um, the two most influential alien species that benefit humanity. And when he talks about them, he talks about the Trogdobogdians, which are these skinny blue creatures that live millions and millions of years and the bronze ones which are the ones i wanted to talk about today the bronze ones are apparently the ones he's had the most experience with and so we're going to talk about those um so these beings he has met they live millions and millions of years is their lifespan each one has millions upon millions of years of lifespan isn't that amazing and i wanted to talk about how that might influence us as a species how they might influence us and other species and what how that puts our own lives into perspective so we're aware that there's plenty of species visiting earth some of them good some of them bad most of them are within our galaxy, right, is our understanding. There's not a lot that travel outside of the galaxies. That seems like it'd be a lot. That seems like it would be a ton of space to cover, uh, and it would be tremendously difficult. Um, <coughs> so we believe that, you know, the reptilians, Pleiadians, all these, you know, it, it are within our galaxy. Tough to manage a large amount of space and police that space. So although these bronze ones uh, might want to assist us, tough to police all of the different species. They, they're, they, there's a picture on here. It's pretty interesting. It's really cool looking. Um, just wanted to share it with you guys. But um, one of the interesting aspects of these beings is that they want all species. It doesn't matter what what uh where you are at where we are at as a civilization or where the people on venus are as a civilization or where you know maybe the planet of the apes wherever that is is as a civilization they want all of them to progress to grow and ascend now isn't that interesting in one aspect it seems altruistic and it seems like maybe that's a good idea but I have to imagine, and you have to imagine as well, I would imagine you would imagine, that that might not be the best idea. That a very warfaring species, uh, we don't want them to technologically progress because then they're going to go out into the star system and just destroy things like the reptilians. However, if you have a species that seems to be doing well, you'd want them to progress. Now, let's go back to these bronze ones for a second. These guys have lived millions upon millions of years. You could almost think of them as gods, okay? Right? That seems like it'd be a fair assessment. 
if you live millions upon millions of years, it seems like, okay, you'd have an unfair advantage. You would have so much knowledge. And your perspective of what you expect to happen throughout your lifetime would change dramatically. Okay? For example, let's say, you know, a human lives, what, 70 years. And we're supposed to, we're expected to progress so quickly. And we're expected to become adults by the time we're 18. Well, that seems a bit silly, doesn't it? Given the fact that if these if these uh, bronze guys live to be millions and millions of years, 18 would be a drop in the bucket, wouldn't it? 18-year-olds have no idea what the hell they're doing or what's going on. Most of them don't. I mean, some of them are... Some, very few, very small percentage, maybe like 1% are super advanced intellectually and, you know, they just, they're, they're emotionally intelligent. I wasn't. I'm sure most people out there are not. And even at 30 and 40 and 50 are still not. Um, we have road, ra road rage incidents. We have all kinds of people ending up in jail and doing stupid things and just all kinds of ridiculousness. So, when we think about these, the the expansiveness of living millions upon millions of years, it's like mind blowing to think about how far you could advance in that period of time. Um, let me show you a picture of what they they say they look like. You can see right here, kind of cute, right? Little little bronze guys with with a brown um, kind of like poncho thing with a hoodie that just drops down, and they got these black eyes and. It's kind of a cute little scene there. Um, but, you know, it made me think about, you know, what each species has to go through to become the species that they become, right? You know, one of the things that is interesting to look at from a humanistic perspective is, you know, what are all of the ages that we went through? You know, um, the progressive ages... Uh, of intelligence, technology, um, you know, innovation, that kind of thing. And do other species go through that? Is it is it a natural progression, like the Fibonacci code or the Fibonacci sequence that all plants and animals seem to go through? Uh, or is it something that's very specific to us? Um, so that's something I, I wanted to do a bit of research on. Obviously, we had the Industrial Age... We had the progressive era where we, you know, spawned uh, trains and cars and all kinds of things. But then we had, you know, the Stone Ages. We had the Bronze Age. We had all of these different ages that we had to get through to become where we are, you know, what we are today. This progressive era um, and moving forward. So these Bronze ones are not the only species that are out there. These bronze ones are considered a creator species by uh, Randy Kramer. But there's also the Trogdobogdians. They are also a creator species. He states what, these, what all species that are creator species do is they go out, and, and they've been here for millions upon millions of years, is they create. They came to these, this universe and they found that it was vastly empty, is what 
Kramer says. He says that they tried to figure out what are we going to do? You know, what are we going to do with all of this this land and all these planets that seem fertile, but they don't have species growing yet? So they tinker. They tinker. It's like a little toy set. So they try to... It, it, how I imagine it happening is they have ships. They drop down, they go to a planet, and these ships have holographic sensors and holographic displays. And what they can do is they can send down little drones and, and have them implant little, you know, seeds of fruit, vegetables, maybe, you know, drop a couple microbes down there of a, you know, a small-celled organism and see if it grows. And they watch it on their beautiful, you know, panoramic holographic display and each little chemical and each little uh, interaction with the world that it's on um, gets analyzed. And, and he states, you know, they review how much carbon does this uh, planet need to sustain life? How much oxygen, how much more oxygen does it require to sustain life? How much more water as a landmass would be required to allow the species to progress and I find these exopolitics completely mind-blowing and spellbinding because it would take it would take a significant amount of data it would take a significant time length of time and study time to do this a lot of times when we look at studies that are done on the planet you know like how long are the penguins going to live or whatever the case is or how long until all the ice and the south and north pole melt they take millions upon millions of dollars and time so these species if they live millions upon millions of years uh really have to take their take their time but they didn't they didn't mind taking their time he said he stated that they were working on a planet um and they said it would take like 20 million years to um get this particular study done just one study on this particular planet. And he was like, oh my God, that, that would take forever. And he said, yeah, but we're 18 million years into it. We only have 2 minute, million left. And they were super excited about it. Because for them, time doesn't really matter that much. And it makes me think about, you know, like our soul. And like, you know, when we pass on, time doesn't really exist in the next realm. So the amount of information that you can gather in millions of years of living is really, really fascinating. Um, there was actually this video, and I'll just kind of do a sidebar here. There was this video on TikTok that followed a man. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a fictional story, but it was kind of, kind of like a story. It was a story about a man who found out he was, uh, he could never die. And so, he found this out and kind of like aged up until 30 and then stopped. And they followed what his path would be. You know, he would, he would eventually find out that, you know, he could, he wouldn't, he would never die. He was like kind of invincible as well. And as the years went on, as the hundreds of years went on, he, he sat down for like, I don't know, a hundred years to watch everything that was on Netflix and to gather all the information that he could about that time period. And then the internet came out and that took, you know, another hundred years to gather all the information about the entire world. And then he sat down and absorbed that. And then he was found out and he was 
taken and put into you know a prison camp where they they you know studied him and tried to gather all the information that they could uh, about him and isn't that interesting and you know he didn't even become president he just you know tried to learn as much as he possibly could and then got imprisoned then he got out and then he he did run eventually run for president and try to um, heal the planet but I gotta wonder if the United States was able to get their hands on one of these bronze aged uh, bronze aged these these bronze ones of course all they would do is try to study them keep them in a bunker and study them now the bronze ones probably get out they probably have so high of a telepathic telekinetic uh capability that they could probably just you know mind force their way out they could say hey you know you're gonna give me give me your keys unlock the door and you're gonna allow me to walk out i can't imagine that something millions upon millions and millions of years old would you know succumb to something that's like 40 years old doesn't really make sense he also kramer also stated that these beings, um, you know, don't don't have names. They don't have names. They don't go by names. So it's not really something that they're worried about. Uh, he stated that they, we can call them whatever we want to call them, but they don't care. Um, what they do and how they go about their day, they don't have names for that either. They evolved past the need for language. Obviously, most species are telepathic. But these species are almost like a light species. I mean, they are still physical, but they've kind of evolved past the need for almost almost communication with the lower level, like us guys. Uh, they don't need to communicate with us. We're babies. You know, how do you communicate with a baby? You talk to it like it's a little baby, but how the hell can a million upon millions year old species communicate with a species like humans? You know, it's like us going into, you know, the primate kingdom and communicating with, you know, the gorillas and, 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 and monkeys. You know, we can do sign language sometimes. We could teach them sign language, but they're never going to be able to speak our language. They're never going to be able to, um, you know, communicate with us at the same level. Um, and that might seem, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, cocky or whatever but not that's not what i'm going for i mean i never it's not my intention my intention is just to try to put things in perspective is that you know something that's evolved that far is never going to be on the same plane uh he talked about how um again they wanted to allow us all to progress but you have to wonder right it's like it's like any species and it's even like humanity in its in and of itself how many times have we grown as a as as a society and then fallen we've seen the rise and fall of rome we've seen the rise and fall of the aztecs we've seen the rise and fall of the the ussr we've seen the rise and fall of hitler's germany we've seen the rise and fall of so many so many other countries and societies that rose to like such a high level and then just, you know, eroded underneath their own auspices and their own arrogance. Uh, so that's what I feel. That's what I feel happens so many times with humanity 
and you can learn through that and i think we are learning through that but it seems like we're we're still kind of like stuck we're we're stuck a bit and i feel like the bronze ones probably say okay you know humanity's stuck a little bit maybe they give us some sort of assistance spiritually maybe they allow us to to learn certain spiritual aspects um and 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 ascend mentally and spiritually that way do you ever feel like you hear maybe some positive speaker or some intelligent speaker and you get those goosebumps and you're like wow like that's that guy's got it. He, he's, you know, he or she has got the information that I, I resonate with. You know, whether it's whether it's somebody like Stephen Hawking or Neil deGrasse Tyson or none of those guys. Maybe it's maybe it's at your church. Maybe it's not a church at all. Maybe it's like your loved one. Maybe it's a teacher that you had in college or high school. Um, but it's some something that resonates with you, and that's maybe where they can assist us is through giving the the highly evolved souls more energy to produce a higher ascension as we go along um i think when we as ufologists and we continue to review ufology and we we're, we continue to be amazed by spaceships we also ha have to be amazed by what's inside of us and what's inside of our spirit and what we're capable of uh we're capable of healing we're capable of uh, of physically healing we're, we're capable of spiritually healing others just by being together and speaking together we can heal each other we can help each other live longer uh we can we can pray for other people or spiritually think for another person or we can um complete reiki with our hands if you believe in that um, many people have had good, good experiences with those, uh, positive healing experiences. There's people like Charlie Goldsmith that was a healer and had a television show on TLC. Um, uh, if you want to look that up, that I did a podcast on him, you know, there's these, these, these individuals that are bringing it to us, but we're just kind of, we have to be at that point of acceptance to believe in it, to accept it before we're going to ascend. Um, but I think that it's interesting to look at these bronze age individuals and look at the timeline that they have, that they, they live on, you know, when we look at like humanity and we expect so much to be done, right? We expect so much out of our children to, to, you know, you must, you must complete math and you must complete this. And if you don't do this, you'll be a failure. Could you imagine these bronze ones or any species that lives millions upon millions of years to be worried about the progression of the first 18 years of their life sure you want them to progress and be positive and be successful but i i have to imagine their society is completely different their society probably embraces individuals who are creative and positive and uh, <clears throat> are capable of design capable of thinking long-term spiritually mature uh, individuals that can guide an entire society or an entire planet towards a positive future uh, these beings have to be able I mean if they if they live a million millions upon millions of years okay that that could be a scientific um, 
success story that they've completed, and it may have absolutely nothing to do with spirit, but as we all know, technology can come and it can ruin a society just like that, okay? Technology can come right now and end us. AI could come and end us. So for those those that you know don't believe, oh, okay, well, maybe they just figured out the DNA sequencing and, and they're, they've survived because of their science and they just figured it out and they survived. Sure, you can survive for millions of years, but I guarantee you if humans lived for millions of years, we would blow ourselves up way before we got to that million-year mark. We're just too aggressive. We're too unwilling to accept people's differences. We're too unwilling to to agree on things. We're too unwilling to have an open eye for people that are different than us. And I'm not talking about just I'm not I'm talking about thought processes. I'm not even talking about, you know, racial differences, political differences, sec, you know, men versus women, nothing like that. It's nations versus nations. I'm just talking about willingness to be open. And that's where we really need to get to is willingness to be open and acceptance. And we need to get to a spiritual place where we can we can understand what that other people what that other person is feeling. And we have to have the telepathic capability to do that. We're just not there. We're just not there. We could we could embrace it and we could work on it. And that's a spiritual endeavor that these bronze ones probably <laughs> did billions of years ago. Uh, if they can live millions of years. And so we have to get to that point where we're not going to blow ourselves up if we figure out the d- genetic sequence to live 10,000 years, 1,000 years, so on and so forth. If we get to that point where we can live 10,000 years, I guarantee you we would have to have to progress spiritually and probably just like give up like all technology um, and work on our spiritual uh, compassion and understanding of one another. And I'm, I'm talking about years and years and years of development. I'm talking about, you know, longer than a lifetime because we have to get to a point where we understand what the other people need and why we need it, why this, these people need it, why, why, you know, certain individuals and certain portions of the planet need certain things and how to best allocate our resources and whether or not we need to go off planet first or whether we need to develop here first and utilize and figure out how to manage our resources better so that we can we can go off planet we can develop and we can survive you know as a species so that's something to think about um i think that if if i if we were a creator species um and go out into the galaxy and start to plant on other planets. Let's, you know, let's just take Mars, for example. We start working on Mars and we make it like Earth. We terraform it like Earth. Who's to say we're going to make it any better than our current political society uh, and financial issues that we have here? We're still the same people. So we're just going to take the same problems to another planet. It's just like take, it's just like the Crusades, you know, trying to take over vast swaths of area and make it their own, or like the colonization of of Earth, right? 
you know, with the Europeans and the, uh, and, and the British, you know, trying to colonize everything, um, you know, you're just going to take the same thought processes elsewhere. We have to look within, we have to become truly accepting of ourselves and all of the different versions of humanity. And, and then, and only then, I think, should we really be trying to jump out into, uh, another, another planet? much less another solar system because we're only going to end in true <laughs> true true disaster um but i wanted to give you this podcast because i wanted to give you the ability to think about yourself and the way that you live your life in this limited time that we have we only have maybe 7 years if you're lucky maybe you only make it to 44 45 Maybe you only make it to 30. Don't put too much pressure on this lifetime because this lifetime is super short. If Now, if you had a million-year lifetime, okay. Maybe you got some time to, you know, work on things. But here, we're only here for a short time. Don't put too much pressure on yourselves. Now, if you become a bronze one in the next lifetime and you want to work on things and you have a million years and... and you, you might you might be able to be a little bit tougher on yourself. Have compassion for yourself. Have compassion for others. Have empathy for yourself. Be your own best friend. Tell yourself positive things so that you can become the best version of you. So that you can bring that best version of yourself to the rest of the world. And the rest of the world can then become the best versions of themselves with you being the best version of you i'm going to leave the podcast for now i think that's a good place to end it i think it's a great topic to think about um just on a, a sheer human hum, humanity existential thought of becoming a, or being a bronze one and the fact that we are not so i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast uh whether you believe it's true or not it's still interesting to contemplate. And uh, I hope you guys are taking care of yourself spiritually. You know, that's something to really think about. You know, what are you doing to help yourself? And, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Hey, watch something positive. Watch something that's going to help you grow. It doesn't have to be religious. It can be, how can I be a better parent? How can I be a better sister? How can I be a better brother, father, mother? Or... How can I just be a better me what, and write down what that looks like? That's ascension. That's discovery. And it doesn't have to be anything major. We don't have a lot of time, so don't worry about making it something major. Work on the small things, and then you can work on the larger things. Take care of your physical health as best as you can. I know as we get older, it's harder and harder, but, you know, work on work on physical, get, out, get some exercise. And continue to follow those hobbies and goals and dreams. Those are going to help you grow. They're going to help you grow. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care of yourselves. Go like, follow, subscribe. And I love you guys. Take care. Lockdown Universe out.